0: Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of anime. I am Sam, a self-proclaimed expert in anime, and with me as always is the man who wonders, why are there sailors on the moon?
1: It's Will! <laughs> Hello Sam, how are you? you alright?
0: Yeah, good thank you. Just been bumbling around, it's just been New Year's here, so I am somewhat fragile, but I will power through. All for the sake of making good, wholesome content.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How about you? You you, you feeling a little uh, on the edge today?
0: Oh, just a wee bit. I went around to a co-worker's house to try some traditional Japanese food, which was fine. It was good. A lot of quite strange dishes. But they just kept pouring me drinks, and they wouldn't stop pouring me drinks. And now
1: I'm just a little bit rough around the edges, but we'll, we'll last... How about you? It sounds like you're, you're passing the book a bit there, Sam. To, to, is it denying all responsibility in this, in this situation. It wasn't me. It was them. Um, it was all them. No, I'm good as well. Yeah. Obviously, we've had, uh, New Year at the same sort of time as you, funny enough, even, even with the time difference. Um, that, that but again, good celebrations, good time, good fun. Um, nothing special. Obviously, we're still, um, in this poor situation we're in. So we couldn't really get together with, Anybody over here? We're in uh, lockdown three, four, five. I don't know which one it is now. Lockdown but, uh, fifty-seven. We're in tier four over here, which is we're, we're adding new tiers just for the just for the fun of it. Um, but yeah, Great. apart from that, we we made the best of a bad situation, and we we had a pretty good time. We've uh, uh, as far as like watching wise, I haven't been watching a lot of um, anime this week. I've got back into because I I watched the first season year years ago when it first came out, and I haven't watched it since, so I've gone back and I'm re-watching uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh,
0: yeah, the uh, the Netflix one, right? Yeah. With, uh, they take like a law course. and Yeah. Some, yeah. I, I think I watched the first episode of that a while ago. It was okay.
1: No, I, I'm really into it. It's um, really sort of, uh, what's... I want to, I don't want to say just good TV, but it's got it's got all the elements there to keep you hooked. It leaves you on cliffhangers every single episode, and it's like really mm. good binge-watchy TV and over the holidays, that's what you want. You just want nice binge-watchy yeah. just shows <laughs> to sit there
0: like rubbing your belly after stuffing yourself <laughs> full the food and just going ha ha, ha, ha yes, that'll do. yeah, I've not really watched it all that much this week either. i watched uh the first episode of The Witcher because I, I want to really watch that again.
1: Yeah. It's just so good. I love it.
0: I, I must admit <laughs> I haven't sure. I
1: haven't persevered with the books. Um I need to go back to them. They're quite heavy going and uh, and um I need yeah. to I need to put some time aside to actually stick them out. But yeah. Awesome. Um I've also, funny enough, been watching a new anime show this week. What? I know. What? Another new one. You didn't one. tell me about this. I'm sorry, I've caught, I've caught you off guard here. That's alright, we'll pause the episode. You can go watch the first three episodes of this week, it's Madoka Magica. Woo!
0: Yes, this week we are watching uh, Puella Magi, Madoka Magica. Uh, A pretty pink and happy show from 2011 from the Magica Quartet, which was an artist collective consisting of the director Akiyuki Shinbo and the screenwriter Gen Urobuchi and a number of others. Now, Gen Urobochi is known for creating some really quite sinister works uh, and depressing works in his time, but he tried to mix things up uh, with Madoka Magica and decided to instead make a happy magical girl show that would go against what he's been known for.
1: (laughs) So, obviously, um, we're going to be discussing the first three episodes, as we do every week, of A particular show this week it's Madoka Magica and uh so there will be spoilers ahead just forewarning you um Sam's gonna bring the wisdom in this situation I'll bring the I don't know the village idiot side of things and um (laughs) by the end of it we'll hopefully be able to decide whether it's worthy of getting into the universe which we decide based on three questions the first one being is it conceptually good does it have a good solid concept that we can get behind are there any fundamental turnoffs? Is there any th- any big things that might uh, stop a novice or a newbie uh, getting into this show? And does it want to make you watch more? Is there a- is there enough good stuff there that keeps you hooked and engaged um, for the duration of the series? Um, yeah. So overarching thoughts. Yeah, what did you think? <laughs> you really. Uh, Threw a curveball in here. Uh, I we, we went into this, or I went in, we didn't. You knew exactly what you were going into. I went into this thinking, all right, it's a, it's a, a modern Sailor Moon. And I was expecting, I was like, oh, no, not another one. Um, but <laughs> it was very, very different. This was Sailor Moon on crack. This was intense. It was, it, I imagine, it it's like if I attempt, Sailor Moon would be my attempt at um a show and then this is like an actual professional's attempt it's like another <laughs> level it's like comparing yeah like a toddler's attempt to a, 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 a famous art piece and then the actual thing it's um there's a big so many elements of this are just we're obviously going to refer back to salem in quite a lot i think because there are mm. obviously it's part and parcel of the territory
0: because at the end of the day despite its quirks and its changes it is a magical girl show at heart and it borrows a lot of those tropes they're literally called magical girls yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) like they're they're not shying away from it no at all
1: yeah so overall it's it's a a really trippy version of that and i think um we'll get on to all of that because it's it's a big part of the show um and it's one of the it's going to be a big talking point towards the end as well when we start looking at those questions but trippy is, I think, the right way to describe it because we start off episode one straight away with these kind of weird cut-out storybook visuals. She's basically walked into an Escher painting. Like it just reminds me yeah. <laughs> of of all those like m- multiple stairs and like random patterns that repeat and black and white imagery. It's um, very mm. yeah weird psychedelic stuff that's going on, um,
0: and it and we- just jumps. We get this awesome uh, track in the background as she opens this door, uh, our main character, Madoka, and the track's called Magia. It's got like, this heavy, thumping guitar, and it's got this chanting in the background, and she looks out over this destroyed city uh, where there's a girl, seemingly magical in nature, who <laughs> is
1: fighting against Something. some sort of creature. Yeah, I mean, we never re- we never really... There's a lot unexplained in this series, and it's like, I've got so many questions that I am going to be throwing at you. Like, this opening scene, I don't really think you're supposed to know what's going on. It's just there to sort of hook you in. No. It's that exciting incident, yeah. isn't it? It's there like, boom, there's a lot going on here. Figure out what you can, but really, it's just a, it's just pretty colours and things to get you into the show. And there's it's clearly a, a lot at stake here. Because it was all a dream. Yeah. So we find out that was a dream, but... And that main character wakes up and she's like, oh, well, that was a strange dream. And she... um, Oh, but before that, we also meet the third character, which is a, a, a little Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah. Little Cube. Isn't he cute and yeah, adorable? A little white
0: Umbreon that um, just pops yeah, up there. just like bumping around. And he goes, make a contract with me and I'll turn you into a magical girl. And you can say, save the day. You can make a difference. You can change this, Madoka. And then we cut to the op
1: yeah oh yeah the op what do you what do you reckon to the op i love it it's such an i I like the song a lot
0: it's by the uh pop duo clarice and i like the way that the visuals sync up with the music so whilst it's kind of that slower build-up it's Mm. about it's like her going around to every day she's got a magical girl dressed on she's kind of with her friends and Then when it kind of kicks into the chorus, Hmm. we get this big explosion of movement and she's running across the rooftops and everything just looks really pretty. I like it. (laughs) This is one of my top OPs, I think. Oh, really? For me, it it closes the gap. And it's because of the way that it, again, it lures you and kind Mm -hmm. of sells this, oh, it's a happy magical girl show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it's worth saying at the top. This is a magical girl show. Please don't show it to your little children because oh, I yeah, think God it will Night. scar them for life. Uh, it's, I mean, it's it <laughs> scarred me again. I watched this not not to say that we're raging alcoholics or anything, but I watched this with a hangover, and it was the most trippiest thing in the world. Like if you if you're ever struggling cogn- cognitively, don't sit through this show. It's just not going to help <laughs> in any way. Um, so the op, yeah. I'm I'm surprised that it was it's it ranks so highly for you. Um, it's it's good. I liked how they uh, th- there's all those like sticker bits at the beginning, isn't there? Where they're just like stills of the character um, in different yeah. situations. And yeah, th- there's a lot. They they do put a lot of effort into it. It goes. It transitions into lots of different things, lots of different parts of it. Um, and they've got that a little. There was a little bit of nakedness, sort of part way through, but I didn't mind. Yeah, during the. Uh, yeah during the
0: transformation yeah yeah, that is a really nicely done transformation sequence as well it's so fluid yeah kind of again comparing it to the transformations that we saw in sailor moon it's like why did we (laughs) what what is sailor moon in comparison you can't it's just it's night and day yeah obviously because we've come so
1: far in terms of actual animation yeah Yeah.
0: but also just stylistically Yeah. yeah it's cool
1: yeah it's um, it's yeah. The transition is really cool, but there's a, but I don't even know if that's the bit that I'm talking about because there's a bit where there's like two versions of herself like hugging each other in a bubble, and they're naked yeah, and they're the... oh, is that part of the transformation? Yeah, because the two of them kind of like are together, and then one of them starts like kind of oh, into okay, the yeah, clothes. Fair enough. Um, but I played that off a lot of what you said before is about that idea of nakedness being like purity and innocence and um. Madoka in especially has that sort of yeah. um vibe about her. So I didn't mind that. Um also is Mammy at the end of the OP in that little trio? Yes, that's misleading. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't it just? I wonder why. <laughs> uh but yeah, so the, yeah, good OP. I like it. It's strong and then we kind of get into the episode proper where it's time to wake mum up, because mum has overslept.
1: Yeah, and uh, now I'm now having seen all three episodes, I'm starting to think she might be really hungover as well. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she is how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, and I, what I quite like about this uh, presentation of the family is that it's the mum who's the breadwinner, and the dad is the stay-at-home househusband, yeah. which is yeah. interesting, because usually in these types of shows, it's... The other way around so yeah. it's, it's some cool well in it,
1: it, in salem moon we actually made the comments about it being like a 50s household where like dad was off to work and <laughs> oh we'll, uh, we'll have a lovely dinner tonight and uh yeah it was very much traditional old school mm. family household um but yeah i i, I didn't know it's that but you're right that's quite it's quite different that's quite cool yeah and the pacing here is just so slow <laughs> for this for, like, this whole
0: first two episodes, like consistently, it does not rush. It does not speed through anything. Because, like... Is that time, is that a positive? Yeah. I okay. think, well... <laughs> yes, because of how it pays off. But initially, it's a bit of a slog.
1: Like... Yeah. One of my criticisms for this show is is to do with some of the content in there being a little bit fillery or feeling like fillery and some of the conversations seem to be seem to go on and go around the houses a a little bit rather than like they'll repeat they'll rephrase things and say the same thing in a different way and it's it just Mm. it's a bit like right that could have been done in two lines of dialogue and you've taken 10 um yeah uh, it it took me a while to get into this when i first watched it yeah it feels sometimes like they're trying to be too profound trying to be too poignant with what they're saying um everything Mm. seems to be this big overarching like deeper message um when in reality it's a big magical girl action show and not everything needs to be profound but that's just we can get into that a bit more later on because i've got some examples but uh yeah, I- yeah, When I first watched it, it took me two attempts to actually get through the first two episodes. Oh, really? Like,
0: by, by the end, yeah. So, I, I watched it just after it all came out. And everyone says, oh, you've got to watch it. It's going to be incredible. Mm. Um, but it was this kind of day-to-day life. They're going to school. They're talking about uh, what boys they like. And they're all mm. friends and they're happy. And this, that, the next thing. Um, and there was a the little bits of mystery with Homura when she gets introduced. But then, at the same time, it was just... It was that, and then it was. Oh, now we're off to the music shop. Oh, now we're going to go and have yeah. tea. Oh, yeah. So it took me to my third try to go through those first two episodes to finally hit the end of the third episode. Yeah, and then
1: <laughs> I was in. Yeah, fair enough. And then I was in. Obviously, I can I can understand that. Um, so back to the story. She wakes mum up. We, we've their house is insane. We don't really get a time period. Is this the near future? Like. I guess because so, the school's super high tech, but there's got some, all these uh, old buildings. Yeah, I've got some issues with the school as well. All the classrooms are like little cubicles, and they're all glass walled. How is that beneficial? Mm. That's clearly just going to be a distraction.
0: Yeah, uh, just especially because you can see into
1: other classrooms. Exactly. You're just going to be—you've <laughs> got the entire school just watching you all the time. It's uh, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the point. Yeah, it's like Big Brother but like f- physically, literally, we're, we're all watching you. Um, anyway, Madoka wakes up her mum. They clean their teeth together. And mum's like a, a bit of a big sister more than anything. She sort of high fives her on her way out. She's um, chatting about boys and how to look cute. And she seems a pretty down to earth, cool, young, collected mother. Um,
0: yeah. The hip young mum.
1: Yeah. And she goes off to school and meets her friends, and they're like you say, they're chatting about boys, they're chatting about how how to be cute and stuff, and yeah, it's a bit blah blah blah. Um, they they play fight, which is a bit. Madoka doesn't really seem happy about that. Um, doesn't really seem like play fighting. I was like, oh god, what's going to happen here? Um, but it was all alright. Everything was fine, and we get to school, and there's a transfer student. Yeah, the teacher. Hey, she's familiar. the teacher complains about fried eggs that's the whole scene i didn't care about oh yeah again another bit
0: her (laughs) teacher's boy problems is like a whole thing yeah does that keep coming up in the series oh yeah (laughs) oh great Um, (laughs) it's in the background she's constantly being like and then i had another day and it all went wrong
1: again (laughs) okay
0: she just can't get a break
1: Um, yeah, so this new girl comes in, and it's Homura. It's this the the girl from the dream, and Ooh. she writes her name on the board, and she gets a fucking applause for, for it. Why does she get an applause yeah. for writing her name? Is uh, you're not allowed? You're not supposed to be able to write your name at 14, 15?
0: It's because uh, the like when you introduce yourself uh, and you kind of write down that your name's kanji, it has certain meanings to it, so. She corrects the teacher's way of writing it. And then everyone's like, oh, wow, it's
1: very good, very good.
0: It's like, there's a lot of clapping for stuff in Japan. It's (laughs) the smallest things.
1: It's like, yay, well done.
0: I see. It's a cultural thing.
1: All right. I won't take the piss too much then. I was just a bit like, oh, okay. Yep. Well done. Well done, you. You have not earned this applause. (laughs) Higher standard. Yeah, and that's weird because Japanese have high standards for things. It's like, but we're going to applause everything. That's fine. Yeah.
0: Little clap. Little clap to celebrate everything.
1: So um homina is <laughs> Homina. What's her name? Homina, 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 homina. What's her name?
0: <laughs>
1: Homida. Homida. I can't I can't even find out Homoda. where I've written it now. Um anyway, she's automatically popular. Everyone's asking about her. She's the new girl. Everyone's excited. Everyone wants to talk to her. And um she says she feels ill. She's been given um she's been given Madoka, like, the look in class. That sort of uh, they 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 know each other. They know each other from somewhere, and Madoka's a bit freaked out. Um, yeah, she ends up asking Madoka to take her to the nurse's office because for some reason she's the nurse's aide. It's basically Riotta from last week um, being being the <laughs> class president or whatever he was, student president. Um, it's just a plot device to be able to get them alone. Um, yeah, So they 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 go off walking, and she confronts her. And this is a, another one of those yeah. conversations that's uh, drawn exactly. out. We get our first of the the shaft head
0: tilts. So <laughs> it's a bit of a meme that this studio, whenever something intense or they want to have a character pose, they'll have the character's head like... At an angle. Like snap to the, an angle as they're yeah, like yeah, talking yeah. to people. And you, I, honestly, I was trying to count them throughout these three episodes. and I think I picked up about six times where different characters like tilt their head to one side, oh, cool. menacingly.
1: I'll have to, if, if I can't continue watching this, I'll uh, have to look out for it. Yeah, but um, I
0: really like the character animation here as well. So whilst Madoka's following Homura down the corridor, she's asking all these questions and you can tell that she's nervous because she's fidgeting and she's playing with her hair and she's avoiding eye contact, Or whilst Homura's kind of striding purposefully and then flicking her hair out and confronting her. It's good, it's just small details that kind of yeah show you the story
1: not instead of just saying i feel nervous (laughs) (laughs) fine there are examples where they do a lot of telling not showing though as well oh yeah (laughs) there's bits later on when uh, Mammy's talking to people and she's like explaining her thoughts about her feelings towards other people and it's like okay you're just you're literally just talking through the character development here rather than showing it um in the slightest but Okay, I'll I'll give you your dues. They do it a bit the other way as well. Um, So there's this big sort of standoff where um, Hamada talks to Madoka and asks her these weird, surreal life or death questions about whether she treasures her life and whether she treasures her friends and family. It's kind of intense. And yeah, it's very intense. And Madoka says yes, yes, obviously yes, um in three different ways. And then they they leave it there. She's like, right, okay, good. Just make sure you stay cool. that way. Don't do Bye. anything. I'm not going to give you any more information. Just make sure you stay that way. Remember what you just do said. Not change. Remember that thing <laughs> you just agreed to. Yep. Just 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 remember that for later. That will come back. Just
0: Keep hold on to that. Yeah, yeah, it's a useful tool that will help us later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is fine we don't know anymore and um we get a little montage of um homera being the fucking best at everything
0: she's just quick show how strong she is
1: <laughs> yeah quick show she's she good at math those jump. whiteboards though are pretty dope those interactive yeah, whiteboards are really... like swipe and uh very very japanese high tech <laughs> mm. How how many different ways can we represent a whiteboard um, the, yes. the desks later on are also automated, which
0: oh yeah, they like come up out the floor, don't they?
1: That's a big ah. expense. Like that is a massive <laughs> unnecessary expense. Like oh, these, I think most of the school is. It's crazy. Yeah, it's got like a full on cathedral ass <laughs> tower
0: just on the roof. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, true. Um, but I don't know. I get. I'm, I'm assuming this is a private school <laughs> rather than.
0: <laughs> Who even knows? Oh, I don't know. I'm not even sure what country it's set in. There's like German graffiti on some of the walls. Oh later, really. But like they have very Japanese tr- like outfits and yeah. stuff like that. I who knows? It Fantasyland is where it's set. Yeah, so that's
1: that. Yeah, well that's another but, that's another criticism of this. There's so much they go into detail with some of the conversations and some of the character development so much, but they negate a lot of like the contextual stuff, like where is it set, when is it set? How is this happening? Why are the, how is this possible? What are the rules and laws and things of this universe that we just don't really get any explanation to? And it's, I'm, I'm sure more becomes clear throughout the series, but I, I left these but three episodes. They... Yeah. Feeling a bit like I just, I don't genuinely know what's, what the rules are mm. of these magical girls. But anyway, um, where, where, where do we get they up? head to? on out. They go to, uh, they
0: go out for dinner. And they're in the shopping mall, and uh, one of the friends, Hitomi, has to go off to club. So off they go to club. And Madoka hears something whilst they're listening to music. Uh, something, Someone's calling out to her, saying, help me, Madoka, help me. And so she runs off into the, uh, I, I assume, like a closed-off area of the shopping center. And, oh, and she finds... She finds little baby Mew. there, yeah, but bleeding <laughs> oh. and like kind of, kind of torn up. Yeah.
1: yeah it's a, I, I, obviously I watched these episodes twice and the second time I really took note of that. That, um, what, what's, what's she, what's he called? The, uh... Cube. Ube. Cubay. Yeah. Cubay is battered. Like he is bleeding yeah. all over and yeah, pretty cut up, um, and pretty traumatic to be honest. Uh, this is another reason you mm. don't show it to your children and... <laughs> Um, the cute thing gets <laughs> nearly killed. Yeah. And Madoka's there, like, trying to look after it and who should turn up, but Homura, and we find out how Homura might not be um, a good guy, even though, Ooh. the like, the very first scene was, like, they seem to be on the same side. Um, mm. uh, but, yeah, Homura is up to kill this uh, Cube. Yeah. Um, She's She
0: even says like, I, I was trying to kill it before you got here yeah her- give it to me
1: so i can finish the job <laughs> yep and uh madoka doesn't know what this little thing is but it's cute so we have to save it and um mm-hmm. throughout this conversation they fall into the weird trippy world oh actually thingy com- her friend comes and saves her doesn't she uh with a fire extinguisher Yeah, legit-
0: she fires the fire extinguisher at Homura and then throws yeah. the extinguisher at her yeah. it's like dude sayaka chill out yeah you could have killed her
1: yeah, I imagine, like, she, uh, I'm also imagining she didn't hear any of the conversation, so she's just doing it on pure instinct. Doesn't know the situation, <laughs> doesn't know what's going on. It's just like, ah, Dark Alley! Ah, go! Attack!
0: <laughs> um, I brought my fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and so they run off and then they wander into the witch's maze. Yes, the Witch. labyrinth.
0: Yeah. The uh, And this is where... Things start to get super trippy. So we get these weird cotton creatures that are kind of running at a lower frame rate.
1: Yeah. Um, the, the Walls are changing. The snowball um yeah. I, I call the mustache snowball plant because um <laughs> that's all I could describe How them as. Apt. Honestly, we're not gonna do it justice to be able to describe any of this. I started like picking out things and it's like there's just so much going on. It is so trippy um and so psychedelic like the 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 um aesthetic changes so much it's like that you've obviously got the clear, crisp definition of the anime characters, but then you've got the blurry scratchy um yeah, it's just like kinda of hand drawn don't they for
0: yeah of it. they've
1: got no I noticed they've got no bold outlines, and I think that's what makes it really hard to sort of focus on, especially like the witch and stuff you've just got these um blended colors that go and stop dead they don't have this like crisp outline and it's really hard to sort of define what's what um mm. they've got some recognizable objects in there like some signage and some characters and people and stuff but it's just in general it's just a little bit
0: mind-fucking <laughs> yeah
1: and it's it's <laughs> and clearly it just... designed to do that and it's it's just weird man like and this is obviously one of the big elements of the show that keeps coming up every time they go into this witch's maze. Or the labyrinth as it is in the dub. Um mm. you just get hit with all of this it's just hitting the senses in all kinds of ways. Yeah, even the background music gets a bit trippier and a bit more
0: kind of disjointed, um which is interesting. Yeah. And, and whilst they're in there.
1: I I was just gonna say I don't I don't think the girls are anyway anywhere near traumatized enough in this situation. They're like What's this? Oh, this is unusual. Yeah, like yeah. You, you've basically been t- taken out of your reality and thrust into this alternate universe of different where every, where the rules of physics do not apply, and you're just like, "Oh, this is mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> what a weird." Yeah, world I,
0: we I, I noted that as well. They just kind of mo- like gloss over the fact that they are not inside the shopping center anymore. They're just like, "Huh, this is strange." <laughs> yeah, and no more was said about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, um, we get. Our first, we then, they're running away and we get um, our first look at Mammy, don't we? She head tilts her way into our very first transformation sequence. <laughs> and so the, she... the transformation sequence I've written, as you've already said, it blows Sailor Moon out of the water. It's a really cool little transformation yep. sequence and it is, yeah, very fun. Uh, what I like about the transformations as
0: well is that. With Mami over the course of the three episodes, every time she transforms, it's a different sequence. It's not canned animation like we talked about in Sailor Moon. It's yeah. Different each time. Yeah. Even if it is just a bit quicker or whatever.
1: Yeah. I, I hadn't really clocked that, but... I've, well, I, th- I think I had. It, it, the, yeah. It's similar. It's the same thing going on, but it might change angles or change speed or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. Hey, Will. What's your favourite kind of magic? And why is it guns? What? Because <laughs> oh, <that> is... yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. She pulls out these massive muskets, which look really Stop. cool. They're really cool muskets, and it's
0: yeah. They've got like a gem on the like firing hammer.
1: Yeah. Oh. it's they they really fit her aesthetic, like the colours and and you know the white and the gold. Um, colouring is really cool and she just keeps pulling these different <laughs> all these muskets and firing at the, the, the it's not at the is it at the witch at this point or is it just at the world it's
0: just at the, the the maze the cotton creature plant mustaches to kind of get them away from the girls and she's like she's not only is she shooting them but because each one has one shot she fires a shot and then she'll crack one of the things with the hilt of the gun <laughs> and god
1: yeah it's it's a weird kind of magic. And I don't know where she's pulling them yeah. out of. I don't think I want to know where she's getting them from. The answer is yes, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Every orifice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ding. Ding. <laughs>
0: uh, and the maze fades out. And QA says, hey, guys, do, we, do you want to be a magical girl? You should be a magical girl. And yeah. we get the ED. Which is just... Eh, it's it's nothing, is it? It's just a still of uh,
1: the three girls, and I don't really like it. I don't like the singer; it, her voice is very airy. It was very meh. I think I watched it the first time, and I was like, okay, I haven't got a lot to say on that. And then I didn't watch it again. Just just let Netflix yep. do its thing and uh, wipe out <laughs> let the let it run. Yeah, wipe out the ED. Um, yeah, she she there's a, there is an interaction between her and between Mammy and um, Homura. Homura. Homura oh yeah um where she's like that we get the first mention of witches she's like you go off and get the witch um and they they have this big long stare out where there's clearly some power um power displays here where they're assessing each other and uh but yeah apart from that we don't really get any more exposition as to what's going on or what this place is but it's um yeah what's next what happens next is that the end of the episode
0: that is the end of the episode, and uh, in episode two, we start it in a similar way to how we start episode one, with Madoka waking up and thinking it was all a dream, but then Kyube like immediately there. <laughs> just, yeah, and just, hi! In the background as well, You when she wakes up and goes, oh, it was all a dream again. Like, you can see Kube just just sitting on the shelf nice. with the stuffed toys, just looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> like, Creepy. How long have you been there?
1: Q-Bay, is fine now because Mammy has healing powers as well. So she uses, at the end of episode two, episode one, she does heal magically q mm. Which, okay, she can heal things as well. They, they these, these magical girls are just so overpowered. Like, they can do... I, 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 this is the thing. I want to know how they're doing it. Like, there's some fighting sequences later. And I'm like, what are they doing? I, I understand they're doing things, <laughs> but I'm not sure how or what it is they're actually doing and how they're winning... Or slash losing um, these situations, um, but yeah, I guess that's just a part of this series. Is that we're gonna we're gonna make things yeah as mind, more mind becomes as
0: possible. clear as you go, but very much in these first three, you just kind of dropped in with they're magical girls, and this I guess is just their
1: power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. i, I what, I'm, what I'm interested to see is when these two newbies to the world as in Madoka Madoka and her friend Sayaka Sayaka yeah uh when they do decide to become magical girls how they learn those skills and how they sort of... Is it just a case of, oh, now I know everything and now I'm going to do all this stuff you can't believe or is it a case of, oh, I'm going to take this They've bit They've got a mentor. It. I'm sure it's going to be fine. They've <laughs> got a mentor. What, in Mammy? Yes. <laughs> Mammy is their mentor. Uh, God, I, I didn't see that coming and I should have done. When I watched it the second time, I should have seen that coming because there's so much play in that third. So many death flags.
0: Yeah. There are so many just like from the word... Oh, yeah, spoilers, obviously, but yeah, no, we'll... We'll, we'll get. We'll get. We'll to get it. to that. <laughs> we. or oh, we will. <laughs> but this episode, like, majoritively is quite. Again, quite slow paced. We have a lot more uh, establishing shots of their daily life, and uh, Mammy basically just exposits over cake and tea. Yeah.
1: What magical girls need to do. T- so tea is the her thing, gem. isn't it? Yeah. whenever she defeats one she's there sipping the cup of tea sipping a cup um yeah so we we find out all about the soul gems and what the contract means now we we, we don't really want to just repeat like what they say so i'm not really going to go into too many details but like is this is where my my quick fire questions are going to come in sam are you you ready okay right i'm ready i'm ready and waiting they sign this contract they get a soul gem and um they can Mm -hmm. wish for whatever they want in the world right but mm-hmm. once they sign that contract by wishing, they have to then become yep. magical girls and fight witches. Yes. Um, is there a time mm-hmm. limit? Do they fight it until they die? Now, obviously, if there are spoilers here, don't spoil it. But you can—is is, is there a time yep, limit? It's basically until they die. It, it's just until they die. Okay, they—they they, they are. Can they bound not wish that not to be the <laughs> case? Can they not just wish? Oh, I don't <laughs> want to be a magical girl. <laughs> that's my wish. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs>
0: That's a loophole. So you make the wish to not be a magical girl, but then, but because you've had the wish granted, you have to become a magical girl. But then does that go against the wish? Yeah. Ah,
1: my brain! <laughs> and I can you just <laughs> not... What, why can't you just wish for the world to be rid of witches? Just all the witches are gone. And then you become a magical yeah. girl, but you don't have to fight bad guys.
0: Yeah, but then your soul gem
1: would get dark and you'd have no way to purify it. Why? Does it just get... Oh, it just gets dark over time. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 It needs well to be charging. Like. It's, it's, it's it's a double A battery that just needs charging yeah. <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> they need witches as
0: <laughs> restocks.
1: Well, alright then. Uh, Other theory, why can't you just wish to be immortal and never die? And then you're not risking yeah. your life every time you go into battle.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I do die, uh,
1: yeah. Mm. I, there's a lot of stuff with <laughs> the whole... Making a wish idea, yeah.
0: That it, make a wish foundation. It yeah, you could one hundred percent just break most of the rules of this universe by mm. using the wish in a certain way. Because we don't, because cube says you can wish for anything, yeah. But we don't have like a clearly defined limit. No. So could you wish for somebody to come back from the dead? Could you wish yeah. for?
1: Oh, Uh, okay. Is that what happens? Is that where? Is that does Mammy come back? Is that the whole? Is that the whole reveal? Where's she
0: going? Well, I don't know what
1: you mean. Mammy's fine. Oh yeah, Mammy's fine. Everything's okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. It's fine. So yeah, most of this episode revolves around the girls trying to figure out what their wish uh, actually is. um, With Madoka asking her mum, and yeah, I I quite like that scene because the (laughs) mum just just gets lost in the work. Madoka kind of of incepts... Yeah, mum kind of, Madoka kind of uh, incepts this idea into her mum that she should be the CEO of the company she's working for, and then the mum starts like just listing people who's like she's got in her pocket, and, like she's already got the resources to do it, and she just starts muttering and mumbling go, and walks out. Madoka's like, "Well, that's that hasn't helped me at all." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what am I
1: supposed to wish for now? Yeah, mum. Mum is very um, focused on on her own goals, which is this is fun, I guess. Um, they. So, yeah, she starts... You're right, it does just... She goes to different people, asks their advice. She's asking... She asks Mammy herself, like, what she wished for, and we get this really dark um, understanding of her, how she used her wish. She was obviously in a bad mm. car accident and wished... Um, to, to not be. To not be. <laughs> 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 Anything but this. Just, just just get me out of this situation, yeah. please. Because
0: she says that she didn't have the luxury
1: of being
0: able to choose, so she puts a lot of emphasis that the two girls should think very, very carefully about their wish, and she takes, and to show what kind of things they have to deal with, she takes them on a few witch-hunting uh, adventures, and it's implied that they go on quite a few of these over the course of, like, yeah, a few days, because says, it seems we've only been running into duds lately. Uh, so it's implied uh, right, yeah. they've done it more than once but um this is kind of it's throughout the witch hunting uh, sequences where Madoka starts to come to seeing Mammy in action she starts to come to her kind of realisation that oh maybe I can do things to help and that kind of all culminates uh with the finding of the witch in this episode and entering its labyrinth
1: yeah um which is a really cool scene. I mean, there's a massive, we've, we've skirted over this episode a lot. And to be fair, that is the majority of the episode. It is just her, that, that, that's the overarching feel to it. There's a couple of bits though, that there's a bit where there's the homophobic references. Oh God, yeah. As they go to school. Hitomi said no gays. <laughs> where the, where the girls, just like... they can now all speak telepathically, um, because Kyo, uh Cube. Cube. Cube is has somehow linked them all linked them uh telepathically and they're on the way to school and they f- figure this out with their other friend who is not telepathic i don't know why she's there she's just sort of like this relief character to sort of just be like okay this you're my friends and now you're not and um <laughs> that she yeah, sort she,
0: of- she gets a real chip on her shoulder about the fact that Saika and Madoka have spent one afternoon together yeah she was
1: off doing tea ceremonies and whatnot yeah it seems like just an excuse to get in the homophobia it's like we we need some (laughs) way of showing that we're not cool with gays so let's have this scene (laughs) but then there's like a big unless (laughs) is there unless Unless actually. actually unless actually what i don't i don't didn't what's the uh the whole thing is like What's shipping them to? Baity for
0: who gets shipped with who. and I guess, yeah. There's a lot of kind of... Yeah.
1: There's a big difference. But yeah, big so Hitomi's dif- a bigot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will not give her any more
1: airtime. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. I, I just want to go over the the uh, nuance of the lines. When she was running away, the dub and the sub. <laughs> the Even though it's homophobic and it should never... I shouldn't start a sentence with even though. Um, It yeah. is homophobic... <laughs> And the the at least the Japanese sub tries to be a little bit more um, nuanced and a little bit more poetic with it. It's it says, "Don't you see that it's a love that can never be?" Which is quite nice. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the the dub, did you listen to the dub? I didn't know. It, it, it just <laughs> what she, she just runs away and goes. Um, girls can't love girls. Girls can't love girls. Girls can't love girls, and just repeats that over and over again. What? <laughs> i was like oh god it's
0: just yeah a rare case of japan being progressive over
1: the west yeah Slightly slightly yeah <laughs> just made me laugh um anyway so yeah we, we move on they're getting a lesson in class about the active and passive voice which is a very good explanation i thought of how the active and passive voice works um bit of grammar there um and then <laughs> uh we're on the roof and they have this conversation with um is this where Homura turns up yeah Homura turns up and um basically mm. doesn't apologize she tries to explain herself but she's just like yeah i was honestly trying to kill it because i didn't want it to meet you oh okay <laughs> where do oh, we go from here then thanks um i
0: guess and then mammy's just on standby ready to snipe if needed yeah, yeah.
1: And you see, uh, I like, you see, um, Homer sort of notice her out of the corner of her eye. She's like, okay, she's here. I'm not going to do anything stupid. Um, and they, when they go off to meet their first, um, their first witch, Sayaka brings a bat. Oh yeah, she just whips out she's, a baseball bat in the middle of McDonald's. She's so fierce. I love it. She just whacks this back on bat on the table. And it's like, Yep, I'm ready. This'll help, right? And she's like, I love it. Meanwhile, your-. Madoka's just designing costumes. Yeah, she's a bit It's like the two different energies. She's a bit wet, isn't she, Madoka? It's a bit like, uh, c- come on. You know, you're going to fight. Why are you drawing who cares about the costume? Psycho like brought a bat. Yeah. What are you contributing? And then when they get when they actually go into the labyrinth, they turn the bat into the magical bat. But Madoka gets oh, nothing. Yes. Madoka's got nothing to help. She's like, what? why isn't she complaining of this? I'd be like, dude, she's got a no, magic She should bat. have brought her own damn weapon. <laughs> where's your bat, Madoka? Oh, I've got drawings. They're not magical drawings, though, are they? No. I don't know. <laughs> You're
0: like trying to defend yourself with a
1: drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do feel like that's a bit, um, a bit unfair. Like, she could have easily given us a magic tool to help. But, I don't know, a magic whip or something. I don't know why I went to whip. (laughs) Don't don't ask me why I went to whip. (laughs) That's that's
0: what your immediate knee-jerk to, that is. But, yeah, we get inside this maze, and it's all trippy again, and it's kind of weird and crazy, but we get another great uh, fight scene from Mammy, where she just busts out all these guns and just... They're they're tough old birds, aren't they? they, Because Mammy gets picked up by the leg and, like, smashed off a wall, and then she gets... Like laughs it off thrown into the ground yeah she just and then she's hanging upside down and we think that the witch has got her yeah and she goes At, lol jk in a reverse card I actually <laughs> was going to win all along and she just
1: kills the witch I was just ju- doing it for the with drama
0: a, I was just yeah yeah with an even bigger gun
1: oh yeah the, 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 it's like a Looney Tunes episode where they, they just keep drawing out <laughs> bigger guns <laughs> out of nowhere and it's like it, surprise mine is the biggest yeah bye <laughs> just blows blows the witch to hell um and we don't really we don't again we don't know what this witch is it's just this blob that grows and manifests itself in different ways
0: yeah they explain a bit that the witches
1: uh absorb
0: and spread yeah negative emotions and they leave behind these grief seeds which uh mammy handily uses to purify her soul gem and she like she probably olive branches it across to oh yeah homero doesn't she and then Homura's like uh no nah,
1: actually yeah i'm not taking anything from you i don't want it yeah come <laughs> and, on, and Homura. is it sayaka yeah sayaka um is just like god what a dick like why is she such a dick <laughs> <laughs> and
0: why does she have to be this way <laughs>
1: yeah and and um the most obvious statement ever madoka's like come on why can't we just be friends with her and mammy's just like she has to want to be friends too right like that it's a two-way thing we're not going to force her to be friends with us it's like oh okay yeah fine real life um decisions you know you everyone has um autonomy over what they, agency yeah agency yeah absolutely fine um and we um they, they save the day they get the grease seed like you say and we've it ends. it's a a horrifying
0: revelation from the the woman who so the woman who got uh marked by the the witch and was going to kill herself she kind of comes to her senses and realizes what was i about to do oh my god yeah like she's properly traumatised. so the reason they
1: found the witch was because they they followed this sort of the the their gem can track uh witches apparently um and they come across this girl who's jumped off a building and it's clear that she's been sort of infected she's got a mark mark of the grief seed or witch or whatever on her neck And she looks like she she jumps off a building she's gonna die and she's magically saved um from mammy Mm. um which yeah and, and she like you say at the end of the episode she's a bit like oh my god was i actually gonna do that and mammy's like it was all a dream don't worry about it um it's all good it's okay and madoka kind of this
0: for her solidifies madoka's idea that magical girls are a force for good and i if I can do something to help even one person, like we did with this girl, then I want to do it. Yeah, she wants to help people. Which then, yeah, she's just like pure and innocent in that way. Yeah, And then we kind of kick into episode three where we start, We have a look at Sayaka's motivations uh, and what's heavily implied to be what she wants the focus of her wish to be, which is a boy that she's had a crush on for her whole life. Mm. Um, she's been visiting him in the hospital and bringing him cds also the cd player whilst the most impractical thing ever
1: <laughs> it is i really like it all uh, cool, the way it uh, splits open and just plays the disc oh i didn't even take it take a note of that to be honest <laughs> that was just <laughs> like uh i was just like our oh, technology it's just a thing uh, that i can't have so i'm not gonna worry too much about it i didn't really take much note of it but i'm glad you enjoyed it sam i'm glad you enjoyed it so yeah we 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 meet this kid who we don't really get any long-term contextualization like i didn't realize i didn't know if it was a school friend or at first i didn't really thought it might be a brother or something we sort of find out later that you know there's this relationship because yeah whatever (laughs) it is what it is again it's 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 one of these moments where it's trying to be quite deep and profound, like, oh, there's this boy with this long-term illness and it's quite serious um, and that's Sayaka's injury. Is it an injury or is it an illness? Yeah, because it's like
0: his... Uh, he's got bandages on one of his arms and that's why he oh, can't right. play okay. his violin anymore.
1: Oh. But uh, well, that doesn't sound like you'd waste a wish on that. Surely his, his arm's going to get better.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, you know
1: maybe not saika's a dumber (laughs) oh harsh harsh but true um so we we get these montage scenes of mammy fighting witches again with giant ass guns um (laughs) and we find out about familiars which is basically like a baby (laughs) witch that doesn't doesn't drop seeds but eventually they'll become witches um a little bit more you know building the world i guess yeah, just kind of trying to deepen the lore
0: of what the, the witches are a bit. Yeah. Um, but they've still not made their own wishes to become Magical Girls. So Mammy's doing all the hard lifting here. Yeah. Uh, and the other two are just kind of following them around. And Cubase keeps going. So you uh,
1: thought about a wish uh, You're yeah. going to make a wish? Gonna, gonna make a wish? Uh... Uh, she's really pushing it. And uh, we don't, we don't, again, we, I have no idea what this thing is. Like, what is this little creature? What are its motivations? Where does it come from? It's just granting wishes, like trying to make magical girls for some reason. We don't know. I I genuinely, I think, I think, um, Kyo. Go on. Wild, wild prediction theory time. (laughs) What's it called? Kyote. No. Is that the name? Kyube. Kyube yeah kube i think kube is the real villain i think kube is the mastermind behind everything and we're going to find Uh out that her motives his motives even though it's got a very high pitched voice for a boy um his motives are particularly um sinister and um it's going to turn out that she's manufacturing magical girls for um like a production line where they Create an, oh i don't know i'm, I'm waffling <laughs> i'm genuinely trying to make it as obscure as possible um <laughs> okay well that's an interesting uh take <laughs> definitely
0: uh, <laughs> but we meet uh madoka's mum comes back in in the in the middle of the night absolutely battered and i like that the implication from dad that this is this has happened before yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. They put her to bed and then have hot chocolate and
1: oh, and we have this conversation. And I bet you loved this conversation because it was a really good insight into life at home and mum's motivations. I couldn't give a crap, honestly. <laughs> it was far too like it was just him repeating over and over again that he likes the fact that his mum works hard and gets a kick out of it. Like, okay, great. Like, what? what who cares? Will really just said no character development. No, it's- show more. <laughs> it's the mum it's the mum's character development and it, the hot. it's so long winded like it could have mm. just been a conversation when they find her drunk like <laughs> I'm not sure how drunk shows that she really likes her work either she's absolutely <laughs> smashed and it's like oh she really likes her job she really likes working hard she loves
0: it she went drinking with the bosses yeah that's, that's all good but yeah no it's a bit of a. I. it was fine no it's, it's I agree there's a lot of meandering yeah. Uh in these first three episodes to kind of establish look, this is what your everyday life is and look how tranquil and peaceful it is. And even at this point the uh magical girl interludes that we get are mostly just Oh, well, here's a bad thing, Mammy's dealt with it, cool, let's move on. There was an- Think of a Wish. Think of a wish, think of a wish. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, going back to the wish thing, there was another bit when they're when they're sort of walking and talking about it and they find out about um Mammy's uh, they, they they're asking about whether they can wish for other people, which yes. I think is a really interesting argument because Mammy's because they they find out they can do that they're allowed to wish for other people but Mammy advises against it and because mm. the motive behind the wish is what really counts and she says that um it's it's that idea that do you want to do it for someone's eternal like gratitude. It's a really powerful point yeah. because it's that idea that there's no such thing as a selfish, selfless, good deed. So you're, no matter what mm. you do, whether in life, no matter what you do that's good for someone else, you're doing it for some sort of gratification, some sort of inner, you know, positive thing for you. you yeah, know, it's all, to gain something for you. Yeah. Which we see in Sayaka's kind
0: of decisions or the implications towards her decisions where she's her friend is upset because he can't play. So she's kind of betting on this wish to help him out, but only because then he will then turn his focus to her. Yeah. And it's a really interesting point for Mammy that y- if you're going to have this insane opportunity to have any wish granted, you should be absolutely as selfish as possible with it and do it for th- your
1: own reasons. Yeah. And be clear about what those reasons, that- reasons are. Um, Mm. Oh, I think it's a really interesting point, but again, I'm thinking, why is it in this show? Because you're just about to go and do a, an insane amount of magic that has no explanation. Yet you're dripping in all these really profound arguments, and I, I don't know. It just throughout, like it's the same thing with the mum. There was a lot of intense situations where they're, they're clearly trying to be something more than just a children's show. I mean, obviously it's not a children's show, but like more than just. What do you mean? There's so many pretty pink dresses. I know. So I know. much
0: like fun bouncing around fighting witches. And it's, <laughs> it's all cool, bro. It's it's all good. But, but you can be... Because we're going shouldn't. into the maze.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine. We're, go- we're going to Candy Mountain, Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain. <laughs> Yay.
0: I wonder if people die at Candy Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, they lose their kidneys at least. <laughs> Oh, they took my kidney. Great show, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like even after we have all that kind of profound posturing on um, what you should pick for mm. wishes and how you should be very careful because if you make a wish, then you have to be a magical girl, and you're like you're locked into this fate. So you don't carelessly throw away your life. Yeah. Um, Saika then proceeds to immediately throw away her life by running straight into a witch's maze <laughs> with just the magical bat of destiny and no magical girl powers to like speak of like yeah it's the stupidest move like i honestly we know that mammy can track which uh like remnants Yeah. so why not just say hey we found it at the hospital come to the hospital
1: uh, i mean uh, I- also does nobody have a phone well they, they no, they 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 say, Have you got Mammy's number? and she's like, No, I haven't got it. Um no. But you're absolutely right. This is such a contrived bit of story. It this is filler. This is massive filler. Because they've written this situation so that they can separate, but then nothing happens because of that. They end up just getting back together mm. and because Mammy makes it in time. She makes it there absolutely yeah. fine. The only diff so to put into context for people who haven't seen it, Madoka and Sayaka find a grief seed, and they decide Madoka should go get Mammy, and Sayaka and Kyubei will wait there and go into the labyrinth and track the seed so that when they come back, they can catch up with them. And um, they end up catching up with them, and Mammy ends up battling the witch. The uh, they say they've got no phone number to call her, so they could, but like that's all manufactured just to get them apart, and it, it's just.
0: And there was no kind of payoff for
1: what it, the only thing is, oh well,
0: now there's a bit of tension to get to them quickly but but they literally and say
1: as as they're as they're in, as, Mado- as mammy makes it into the labyrinth their 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 tele- telepathy starts working, and they can hear each other and everything, and they literally say, "Oh, you don't need to hurry, it's fine, yeah, it's asleep, yeah, it's just fine there's any magic they literally say oh don't 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 rush, it's fine, just come here quietly, so they make their way through and just there's this chance for them to have a chat a conversation so it's it's really just giving them mm. time to talk on their own mammy and um Madoka, Madoka. Yeah. but it's a long way it's a long way round to do it a, yeah it also means that Homura. yeah Ho, uh, Homura meets Tunzel. them and then Mammy's like, lol, nah. <laughs> Yeah, but... And wraps her up in a ribbon. But that doesn't need them to be on their own. They could have done that as a foursome. They could have done that, like, yeah, exactly. all, all of them together. Exactly. I think
0: the, the only reason to separate is so that we can have this one-on-one conversation with Madoka kind of expressing her views on being a magical girl and why she wants to be a magical girl to Mammy mm. and kind of giving Mammy this flag of death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, a reason to keep going.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah, Mammy finally yeah, Madoka... finally has someone she can do this with, and they're going to be, by the way, they're going to be a powerful duo. Oh, yeah. completely cause, cause fuck Sayaka. Yeah, completely screwing over <laughs> Sayaka. <laughs> like, I mean, the, even the OP acknowledges Sayaka, and they're just like, nah, it's just the two of us, it's fine. Um, we can
0: do it together. <laughs> and after all that talk about making sure your wish counts madoka goes lol let's pick cake
1: yeah yeah she's, she's just she's all that all that um talk about take your time don't make don't rush it it's like right if you don't make a decision by the end of this fight you're choosing cake it's like what the, okay fine i'm gonna make a decision and um they joke about I th- I th- I th- you know it's a bit tongue-in-cheek isn't it she, i'm hoping she's not really gonna wish for cake although they do say they're gonna wish for the biggest most impressive cake most. ever
0: extravagant cake which, they can find which yeah. which
1: i think would be cool to see i'd love to see what that was is it just absolutely yeah, what huge?
0: what can this magical wish <laughs> that can do anything
1: what kind of cake would that produce yeah. um <laughs> i think but, i think we then skip to food wars and there's uh, a lot of orgasming <laughs> over cake
0: This <laughs> so much turns up halfway through <laughs> that's the crossover we deserve
1: yes oh my oh god that'd be these are fourteen-year-old girls, Sam. It's, it's that'd be a gruesome. I regret everything I just said. <laughs> I take it all back. Let's move on to the fight quickly. Yeah, so Mammy is really happy during this fight, and she's expositing about how she's never felt so happy d- during a fight, and she absolutely demolishes this little thing, this little cute witch is tiny Teddy bear thing. and uh, she shoots it with lots of different things and, like, puts a gun to in it the in the head at point blank <laughs> range, just pulls the trigger um, and uh, then what happens, Sam? <laughs> The uh
0: the fight takes a bit of a turn when actually the teddy bear that she's shot all along actually has a more of this uh a worm snake type thing with a clown face oh. and it bursts out of the uh the teddy with such speed that it catches Mammy off guard. And uh And then mammy rem- gets fucking decapitated. Oh my god, her head
1: just goes. And it's i love that they don't show that they cut to mm. um H- Homan, Homan, <laughs> H- <Homerer>. H- Homer <laughs> homera is uh
0: in her bound up situation but the ribbons fall off of her yeah
1: showing and... showing that the magic is no longer working and we we assume therefore that uh mammy well we don't actually know the rules because at first i thought oh maybe she's been knocked unconscious maybe like she's just too weak to hold on to the magic but but then you
0: just see her headless body fall to the floor (laughs) and proceeds to get eaten the crunchy noises (sighs) that this oh yeah it's it's such a tonal shift from all of the meandering around and talking about boys and cakes because we get pretty dresses and then it's just oh oh people can die yeah
1: because we get we get this whole um not if you wish for it if you wish that you're not gonna die then you're never gonna die
0: we get (laughs) this is why what you when you become a magical girl yeah when you finally get that
1: that dress and your transformation i know what i'm wishing for to be undefeatable (laughs) in every situation um yeah so but yeah you're right we get this build up of all these reasons why they want to be magical girls, like I want to be badass, I want to be like Mammy, I want to be confident and powerful and you know have do good, and all these things and throughout there's this drip feeding from um from Homer and a little bit from Mammy towards the end that it's not all you know peaches and roses it's quite there's some there's a really negative side to this where it's real life underneath yeah because because the whole thing is that Homura doesn't want these girls to change their lives doesn't want them to become magical girls and she says things like Mm. when she's talking she has a she has a one-on-one with uh, madoka with her mommy at one point um you know in the evening where they talk about their motives and she's like i don't want these girls to become like we are i don't want them to go through that sort of thing and you sort of Yeah. It's these two different perspectives of the situation and we we find out that yeah, this is where this is where the girls realize it themselves that holy crap, this is a real world, this is life and death stuff. Yep. Like they talk about how
0: becoming a magical girl means risking your life and up until that point you think it's just like in any show, it's like oh, they're just it's just something that you say to kind of make it feel like there's more tension and more stakes. Yeah. And even Madoka and Sayaka start to buy into, like, to ignore it because they see how badass Mammy is, and then it's just this harrowing realization that no, this is actually really serious, and if this if this can happen to Mammy, then it could happen to the other girls too. Yeah.
1: So, Mammy's dead. (sighs) (laughs) Mammy
0: is so dead and that leaves only one magical girl left to save the day and luckily it's one that can teleport and make things explode
1: (laughs) yeah without lifting a finger and again this is one of the one of those situations where you just have no idea of how these powers work or what makes them work and yeah she basically goes badass on this clown thing um just in time because Mm -hmm. they i think the the um seconds away from making the wish yeah the girls were Talk, you know, talking about making the wish. Um, and she's like, "That won't be necessary." And she just strolls in. She got there bloody quick, by the way, because it, from where that she was at the mm. beginning, you know, she made it there in quick time. Um, but yeah, she goes goes hard on this uh, witch, manages to kill it, which is, you know, it's a, it's an interesting, it's a different sort of magic. It's not it's not as gun ho, um, but it's um, it's gun ho. <laughs> <laughs> the two things that's that's nice. Mammy's other name Gun Ho <laughs> <laughs> it's canon now <laughs> um, so
0: yeah the yeah, labyrinth and the girls are outside and yeah, the... the labyrinth disappears yep. and it's just everyone's a big sad because
1: Mammy's dead yeah and they say they say uh... they, they get the um the seed the grief seed and uh mm. the girls are like that's Mammy's you can't take that that's Mammy's and which it not like they say earlier on that it's the person who kills it the person who destroys the witch gets the grief seed and homera just agrees with them she's like well yeah you're right no you're not but i'm gonna take it because mammy's dead and no one else can take it but a magical girl so i'm gonna take this grief seed and she just walks off into the distance and leaves them in bawling over the fact that mammy's dead i want to know what Uh. happened to her body i mean obviously it was devoured but like in Ian, yeah. in the reality there must be like remnants somewhere in that <laughs> hospital that are just like <laughs> oh my god if there were just bloody chunks all over the floor yeah well well they <laughs> partly digested magical girl yum yum yeah yeah oh, uh. oh yeah because she'd be partially. yeah uh, so i'm i'm thinking after what you said earlier that maybe there is a wish that maybe brings her back um maybe some one of them uses a wish to i'll bring her never back. tell um but yeah and that's that's the end of episode but three they... It is. And we get the real ending. Ah yes.
0: Uh, which is the... Magia, uh the song from the very beginning of episode one. Uh where you've just got Madoka's silhouette running past the silhouettes of other characters in the show and in this weird black void. The song is amazing. I love Magia. I think it's such a good tune. Yeah. Um and you hear little motifs of it. Motif? Motif? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yes. You hear like samples of it used in other songs in the OST, which is oh it's good. Cool. And that sees us out
1: of <laughs> Madoka Magica. Yeah. It was um it was a fun ride. It was a ride. It was a ride. Was a
0: ride. Mm. Um Honestly it's it's I think it's so brilliant how it sets up this idea of no really it's just cute girls saving the day, but there's enough under the hood And enough kind of this feeling of it being off that you know that something's going to go, but you don't know when. And then just to have that rug pull at the end of episode three of just, ah, the guy who writes all the sad and depressing writing has written something that is sad and depressing. (laughs) He just tricked everybody into believing that it wasn't. Like, this was a concerted effort as well. When it came out, uh, all the Twitter promo uh, all the uh, signs and trailers and stuff only showed the magical girls doing fun, happy magical girl stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then
1: everybody they, they was just it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they really did. Oh. No,
1: I think that's really fun. I'd I'd have liked to have seen that at the time and like be a witness to that. But um, and you can see even in the show, like even watching this, it was it was drip fed in and there was there wasn't enough there to be like okay this is actually not i think they in the dub anyway they say the occasional crap or something but there's no real bad language (laughs) or anything um there's nothing there that's like there's some stuff that's on the edge like with the drinking and the stuff that's going on some of the big issues that they're tackling but um there's nothing really that goes this is going to be hard hitting and then yeah you're right at the end of episode three it's like boom there you go surprise absolute massacre it's oh, incredible do
0: you have any odds and ends before we get onto all not
1: really questions. i think uh, the only the only very small thing was i really like the animation like when they zoomed in when they zoomed into like people's faces you get this like uh shadow on either side of their chin which is a really cool mm. um bit of art artistic choice i guess um and it, they've got like a chibiish vibe to them um yeah this, which makes the
0: a harrowing <laughs> ending of episode three even was like oh here's a here's a chibi looking character with really big eyes that i'm kind of coded to see as funny yeah. and
1: happy and cute oh 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 god uh and i really liked yeah i think oh, i was I was gonna say i really like the um the aesthetic to like these the sunset at the end of episode two when they're like yeah when they're, with the woman committing trying to commit suicide that whole like really gl- like you can see the glow on their faces. Their 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 faces take this like pink colour as opposed to like a normal pale um tan colour or anything. So um the artistic colourings of the entire series is really bold and impressive and yeah, yeah, I really like the that. visual direction in, in general is absolutely
0: stellar. Yeah, it's so high quality well thought about and you can and even the the witches mazes especially are just so uniquely bizarre and so kind of off putting they must have been high as kites when they when they (laughs) designed that. Oh I I, almost certainly (laughs) almost (laughs) (laughs) completely messed up
1: right shall we leave it there and we'll get on to our three questions and decide whether this show is worthy of a place in the universe. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> okay so we have three questions to answer sam before we can decide whether this goes into the universe. and i can see your face now oh it's, it's gonna be a hard one this i know uh, i am i, I yeah. i'm coming into this still on the fence i've come in with like one frame of mind slightly just because i felt i had to make a decision coming in um but i am am i'm so on the fence with this so first question yes same the concept is it conceptually a good show is it conceptually
0: good well we know that magical girl shows in general are, are a strong concept we said as much with sailor moon but then the added layers that it brings here so it kind of madoka magica kind of kicked off this wave of dark magical girl shows Mm. where we take this familiar concept that we've been doing to death since the 80s and we add grim violence and existential problems and i think if i like it as a concept because i think it's that's why i would watch more magical girl shows because Mm. Like we said, again, I'm going to throw back to Sailor Moon a lot, but when we watched Sailor Moon, we said that that wasn't a show for us, but this is more geared into that kind of thriller genre Mm. that makes me buy into the world more. So for me, I would say, yes, it is conceptually good. Okay,
1: my How about you? I've gone a different way with this and thought, what is this show conceptually? It's Magical Girls, a chosen by a magical Pokemon that we know nothing about. We <laughs> um, we know nothing more about them. We know nothing more about um, the magical, the, the what they can do when they become magical girls. We know nothing about what they can wish for. They can wish for anything, um, but mm. in exchange must hunt witches, which are bad because they make people do bad things. But then they drop seeds, which somehow read. Li- are linked to their gems we don't really know why that mm-hmm. is um it, it there's a lot of wave hand hand waving to the laws of this world there's a lot of hand waving to when or why when this is set where this is set there's so much sort of they they've just gone all out like everything's op everything's extreme and we don't really know enough we all we or the mm like you say there is that consistent of being magical girls but then they've twisted it on their heads so much without really explaining it it's mm. does that th- does that go to its concept because it do you know what i mean like it does it is it is it yeah. are those things sort of um on the surface things they've changed um but or are they or, or do they drill down to its core concept i don't know um it's mm. there's a lot going on and I don't know whether that yeah. affects the concept, basically. I think,
0: conceptually, magical girls but dark, I think that works. I think what you're getting into is more the second question. Okay. Is, are there any turnoffs? Because all these other layers of not explaining mm. and adding these layers of profound posturing are things that kind of get in the way somewhat of that viewing experience okay so and me going oh well 10 episodes down the line yeah this will all
1: get explained yeah so i guess i guess enough. i guess um yeah you're right in that conceptually it's it's just the idea isn't it it's the idea of the show so mm. yeah it's a good idea magical girls sell dark magical girls has is a new twist on that why not it's a good concept okay fine Fundamental turnoffs. Are there any fundamental turnoffs of this show? Is there anything wrong with it or anything in so intense that it's not going to be a- a- accessible to a mainstream or a novice mainstream audience or a novice watcher? The, the big one is the psychedelic, uh, labyrinths mm. that the, the, the extremity, extremity, the severity to which they go. Hard, so hard on making that weird mm. and unusual and uh, an attack on the senses is uh, it could be considered too it's a much, lot, isn't
0: it? It's, yeah, and it's that from the offset as well. It's kind of if it's going out of its way to be as bizarre and kind of off putting mm. as it can be, and I think if you enjoy that. Or if you find that visually interesting, that's fine. But for some, it might mar the experience because it can be quite hard to tell what's going on it's all, within the labyrinth. It,
1: oh, absolutely! It's almost it's almost like they're do they want to be out of the universe. If that makes sense, their their audience isn't a novice to anime. Their audience they might be from the word go going right. We're going to make this a real for, for a fan of anime, someone who's knows the cliches of you know Mm. because you have to understand that magical girls are this um genre entire concept yeah it's a a genre on its own to be able to understand to be able to buy into this universe and then they're going to flip that they're going to flip the stereotypes and they're going to add all these crazy elements you are almost pitching it to a experienced audience
0: yeah you know i'd agree with that and especially once the twist in episode three comes in Mm. that compounds upon the, well this ain't your dad's uh, magical girl show, (laughs) we we do things serious here Yeah, Uh, and I think if there's any bigger turn off I think it's that moment at the end Mm. it's that point where if you were in it for the cute magical girl antics then that's the point where it's going to be like your barrier, yeah. so you have to kind of be a hundred percent to go on the absolute roller coaster that this show is pitching you. Okay, and that in and of
1: itself is a bit of a turn. So, I think yes, there's a good concept. Yes, there are fundamental fundamental turnoffs. Does it make you want to watch more? I think we need to think about: is there enough good here to get it into the universe despite the fundamental turnoffs? Yeah, and to- I i don't know the 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 there is a lot of good things like i like the fact that it's not necessarily monster of the week there's a different story going on here with a battle of actual life Mm. and death with conflicts between the magical girls because they can fight and have these disagreements and battles you know there's a lot more and and they're trying to deepen the, the the dimensions they're trying to add dimensions to this story with like the mum having issues and you know the family life and the friendship issues and things they're trying to add all those different elements to it so there is mm. such it's such a deep and rich world there is a lot to uh, positives to go with this
0: yeah and i think when the fighting happens it's engaging you want to see what the range of the powers are and it's dynamic and fluid and Keeps you wanting to see these fights, and I think just by virtue of the way that episode three ends, I cannot think of a better cliffhanger, yeah, to make somebody go, okay, so now I need to see how has this affected the world I think production wise, yeah, everything is like ramped up to eleven, mm-hmm. and then in terms of actually hooking the audience in. It does a really good job of that. I the only problem is because those first two episodes are so slow and are so paced in a way yeah. that kind of slows it all down. Like like I said to you, when I watched it initially, it took me two attempts of those first two episodes before I could power through for
1: long enough. So it obviously did, to, didn't make find it obviously them. didn't make you want to watch more beforehand. Um the first two episodes didn't but the third but one, the third
0: episode is what gets the hooks in but can but is it enough is it enough
1: <laughs> I, I i think <sighs> i keep going back to that idea that maybe they don't maybe maybe they are pitching this at a more experienced audience and that we are if mm. although it's a good show and i want to watch more now i feel that that's based on the first could you give this to a novice. I don't think could I don't think I could give this fresh? I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I think those fundamental turnoffs are so intense. It's just going to be people are going to watch this and be like what there's magical girls first of all because that and a concept is one you've got to get behind. Mm. Uh, oh wait, this is a dark magical girls thing. What is got what are these powers? The powers are so over overpowered. Um there's so much that you have to hand wave i don't know i i I still think yeah i feel like it lets itself down a bit i think not no not lets itself down i feel like it's pitching it a different audience yeah and i think just looking at the rules that
0: we've set for this show i think that gets in the way of it being Something that you could use as a gateway show. I don't think that this is a gateway show. No. It's a very good show. Yes. And especially having come to it from watching it and having recently rewatched it, um, I think that there's plenty there, especially on repeat viewings, to intrigue and blow your mind. But for somebody completely fresh to the wi- weird, wide, and wonderful world of anime,
1: yeah. this just. I don't think it's it. Ah. Uh, okay. I I think that's fair. I think I think it, it it doesn't get into the universe. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Madoka. What did you what did you come to it thinking? Were you thinking of putting it in?
0: I was thinking, yeah because I was coming at it from the idea that I really enjoy this show yeah. and I really like the way that it resolves. I've got I've got Blu-rays of the compilation movies. Oh, cool. Actually, I think that's probably my preferred way of viewing them mm. because what it does is it takes out essentially all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. waffle yeah. from the first two episodes and kind of jumps straight into, it, it, it condenses 40 minutes worth into 20 minutes yeah. and we get straight into it. Um, cool. And I was looking at it like, well, the show is objectively good mm. as by the time you get to the end, but thinking at it from a novice and a new person's point of view and whether it's going to make you want to watch more anime from this point. Yeah. I don't think it hits that. Brilliant.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I I was, I'm a bit surprised that we got to that conclusion, but I'm happy with it. We're going to stick with it, stick with our guns. Um, It doesn't get into the anniversary this week, but Sam, what are we looking at next week to see if they can do a better job?
0: If that can do the job of hooking somebody in. Well, well, next week we are going to look at the thriller mystery series erased Ooh, erased mm. yes. okay uh, thriller mystery so i hope you enjoy I, I look forward yes to... again i'm trying to find some new genres yeah. mix it up a bit <laughs> see where it
1: takes you yeah see how things go um <laughs> awesome okay well i look forward to discussing that with you next week Obviously thank you all for listening and um I obviously we want to hear what you guys think about Madoka Magica but obviously any anything else we've watched over the previous episodes please hit us up on all our social media accounts which are Gateway to the Universe you'll find us there if you just search us on Facebook Twitter uh, Twitter is Gateway TTA but you can find us if you search Gateway to the Universe as well and uh Instagram as well you can look at some of the fan art that I've been doing for um for these these shows i hope to hear from you in the future make sure you subscribe so you get the next episode and we'll see you in the universe